0: It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you're listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming
1: up on today's episode, we'll be discussing Too Hot to Handle, so let's get straight into it.
0: So before we get straight into it, how are you doing, Sammy? I am very well, thank you. Um, I had
1: a busy week of working, then I had a nice weekend with some friends. We like, it's Had like a festival type meet up at my friend's house because he's got like a really massive garden. But yeah, it was just so nice to like catch up with my uni mates and my teammates. There was lots of barbecuing and you know good vibes, so cannot complain.
0: How are you? That sounds really nice. I can't lie, like that's the perfect thing to do now that we're allowed out. I can't lie. Um, I'm good. I'm I'm alright. Oh, I don't even know if I've told you this. I've just booked another holiday. (laughs) Stop it. In my defence, this one's in January. It's far away. It's all good. Hopefully COVID will be long gone by then. So it's all good.
1: Wait, are you serious?
0: Yeah. No, Okay. It's a family holiday, so it's not it's not as spontaneous. But yeah, going to Ghana for three weeks in January oh do you know what that is sick the reason I was so surprised is we just had a conversation and you were like yeah I need to
1: stop spending money <laughs> and then you come on and you're like yeah so booked another holiday
0: <laughs> got <to mention> it. <laughs> yeah I, it genuinely slipped my mind um but yeah do you know what's mad do you know when you're younger and you go on a family holiday and your family just like take care of everything they cover the cost of everything now they're like you're grown so it's all on you so um yeah i'm gonna be very booked and busy until january so that i can afford this trip but i just i can't do a whole winter in this country so yeah we'll be in ghana that part where it's like
1: yeah you got who me your parent pay for you are you not a big person sorry and it's
0: like but mom like i'm here your child literally here do you know what i'm saying i was like i will always be your child so come on give us the funds cover the flights at least you know
1: no like that's there's a big difference like okay my bills I can pay that like my phone bills I can pay that like my own spending money and shopping I can but a holiday holidays are expensive flights are expensive
0: You want me to
1: fork out
0: 800 pounds for a ticket a three-week holiday all on me huh yeah come on. come on it's fine I'm gonna win them over between now and them, so it's, it's fine That's so cool, though. Have you been to Ghana before? Yeah, but only when I was, like, really little. So I have no memories of it. So it's about time, to be fair. Oh, that's going to be
1: so nice. I'm so excited for you. I want to go to Ghana. Well, I think I was supposed to be going to Sierra Leone in December. But I don't know if that's still happening just because of, like, COVID still. But I also really want to go to Ghana. So suitcase.
0: You might actually need to fly out. This might need to happen. You wanna go. I want you to go. So what's the issue?
1: That's the thing. Like I really wanna go, but I would like to go with a friend who like lives not lives in Ghana, but like, you know, yeah. is familiar with Ghana, has family there. So, you know, there's that familiarity, like people who can show you around. I don't yeah. just want to like go and like wander and be lost by myself. So I might have to
0: um
1: I might have to join your family holiday.
0: I think, I think it's the only option. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it needs to happen.
1: I think it will. I think it will.
0: I'm just going to manifest it. Um, so by January, we'll just be sat on a plane together. Me, my whole family and you. Cannot wait. That's so
1: exciting though. Like That's like a proper, proper holiday that I like, can really get excited for.
0: Yeah, I feel like after the catastrophe that was Spain, um, <laughs> I feel like I need it. So... <laughs> it's about time
1: oh that part the catastrophe and then the fact that you were also contemplating going back like a few (laughs) weeks after and I was like hun let's not do that
0: the mad thing is my friends literally went to Ibiza and they just got back two days ago they fully went they were like we 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 fucked up so we have to do it again and they did wait the same friends from the first trip same friends yeah and um they didn't catch covid but one of them got their phone stolen so i just think that's a sign that's a sign to just stay in your yard
1: this was like a month ago and they were still out there and only just got yeah do you know what calm holidays aren't for everyone you know if catching covid wasn't enough getting your phone stolen isn't enough then yeah good luck have fun
0: yeah exactly (laughs) I'm thinking I'm just going to keep myself in the UK until January and then hopefully by then. Things have to get better by then, surely, right? Surely. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But you know what? Back to the episode, Too Hot to Handle. Sammy, do you want to give the people a rundown of what the show is about? Yes. So think of, like, Love Island. So they get these, like,
1: super hot Instagram like people on the show and kind of sell them with the premise that, you know, it's like a party island. You get to have loads of fun. And so these are thinking, yeah, we're going to like meet guys, meet girls, have fun, Um, which happens on like the first day, right? And it's people from all like all around the world, which is really, really cool. And then they get to the island and then on like day two, this AI Alexa type robotic (laughs) speaking cone shaped machine pops up, and is like, wah <laughs> And yeah, basically tells them that, like, they're not on the show that they think they are, they're not allowed to have, like, any sex, any sexual interaction, there's no kissing allowed, there's no heavy petting, there is nothing. And these are, are like, what? No way, and it's like, bro, you're strangers, and you're being told that you cannot have sex with other strangers, like, it shouldn't be that surprising or that, you know, crazy. <laughs> Wild, but it clearly is for some people, and basically, there's like a hundred thousand dollars at stake, so like there's a prize pot of a hundred K, and each time, like, someone breaks the rules, the money kind of dwindles down.
0: Yeah, my favorite thing about this show is when they're told that they can't have sex and they act as if they've just been asked to donate a kidney yeah like is it is it really that deep like it's just a couple of weeks and you don't know anyone here so what's Listen. really the problem like you just met these people
1: today like yeah. a few hours ago like six hours ago you get told like yeah you can't have said what no way but I came on this show to do bits it's like whoa people it's one thing if like I don't know you're in a couple and you're being told like, yo, there's no kissing and There's no contact like that. Okay. I can kind of understand you being a bit wild, but these are strangers, strangers. It should not be as difficult as they make it out to be.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's also like, what is shocking to me is how happy they are to be doing bits on camera. I'm like, do you not have parents that have internet access that can witness your shenanigans? They're doing you a favor. Do you, that,
1: some people don't have shame. Some people do not have shame and do not feel any type of way. And I guess if, you know, they applied or came onto the show thinking, yeah, we're going to be allowed to do it, then they're the kind of people who would gladly do that kind of stuff on camera anyhow.
0: Yeah. Me, that's
1: that That's not happening. That's not rolling at all.
0: No, my legs would be firmly kept closed the whole time. I cannot be doing that. Absolutely not. But do you know what? My favourite thing about the show is just the casting what I love about it is they're all just, they're all very attractive. They're all very different looking. They're all from different parts of the world. And there's none of this, let's throw five blonde girls with blue eyes in. Like I can't, Mm. I can't handle that. Love Island really fucked up. And this is how it should be. Just people from different parts of the world who all look completely different, who are all equally as attractive. Like that is just so refreshing.
1: Right. And the thing is, like you said, like, people are attracted to people because they find them attractive or they like their personality there's none of this oh what's your type oh yeah my type is blonde with blue eyes oh my type is tall dark handsome my type is there's literally like none of that conversation it's just like who you are physically attracted to then and there and like you said they came through with the range like There are Brits, Americans, New Zealanders, Canadians, French, South African, like they really just scoured the globe and said, yes, a little bit of everything. And this is where other shows, Love Island, fail. They really (laughs) just fail in that side.
0: And what is even better is, like, yes, they're all attractive. Yes, they're all from different parts of the world. Yes, they're all from different cultural backgrounds. But they all actually have really good personalities as well. Like they're also very entertaining to watch. Like, they couldn't have picked better people. There wasn't, like, a single missing link.
1: Yeah, correct. I I think the exact same ones. And I know majority of them are, like, models. So, yeah, in some ways you could be, like, okay, in terms of, like, body types, maybe everyone is kind of similar. But like the they were all had like very different personalities. Like I don't think anyone was like super super cliche and as you said, like compared to other shows where they just like chuck five blondes in because for some reason that seems to be everyone's type. It was like, no, like people were really just attracted to people because of like how they vibe with them, which is how it should be. And like no one was coming on with a premise of, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get a boohoo deal from this or there was no there's none of that because they didn't even know the show that they were actually coming on for. So yeah, you sort of get rid of that. Oh, I'm using this as an opportunity type of platform. And people are just there to, you know, like have fun and build
0: connections. Exactly. And I was also really pleasantly surprised because the first series of Too Hot to Handle, like it was decent, but it was just kind of, all right like it wasn't that memorable but they stepped up their game this year yeah. like they were given what they were supposed to give and it was just every episode my jaw dropped at least once it was just all the drama I could ever have asked for to be honest
1: yeah and I think another great thing about this show is that like it's not just the element of all contestants getting with each other but it's also about like building connections and like self-love and like building one's like own confidence and so there is that sort of like positivity level to it which which is really kind of cute but I think it's time that we actually go through the contestants one by one and you know share our thoughts because like we said there was some range and there was really some characters Mm -hmm. so let's start off with Cameron (laughs) how would you describe Cameron like he's one of those really cute cheeky lads like he knows he knows he's good looking like a man even said himself like I had a glow up and you can tell you can <laughs> tell he's had the glow up because the way he's moving is bare different because he's secretly like really nerdy yeah <laughs> you can tell man said "Rod, this glow up I have to use it and abuse it because I didn't have it 18 years ago and he
0: has zero self-control like no self-control whatsoever he's just such a liability like he just he didn't even try it was when they they found out that there'd be like a a cash prize of 100k and like seconds after that he was all over emily i'm like cameron have you learned nothing and it, it wasn't even that that shocked me it was when i think he was in the bathroom with nathan and peter and he was like guys i just i just have to relieve myself Guys, it just it's been three whole days and I'm struggling. And he got them to keep guard while he was just doing his oh thing. And I'm like, bro, it's been 72 hours. Like, why are you acting like the world is gonna end if you can't wank? I don't get it.
1: The mad thing about that is Cameron had already lost the group so much money from doing bits and his like inability to practice self-control. And it was one thing like him and Emily doing it, but then he wrote these two other guys. Into keeping watch, whilst he then continued to lose their money. So it's now like he made them complicit in it as well. And I don't know what kind of voodoo he practiced to get them to agree. But like he was like, "Guys, look, honestly, like you understand." I I'm yeah. Right now, it just it will just be a quick one. Like
0: she might not even see. Like it's
1: it's calm. It's like, dude, <laughs> there are literally cameras everywhere.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? But I, do you know what? He's just one of those guys that is so cheeky such a cheeky smile that like i couldn't hate him i was like i know you're losing them all of this money but i still love him
1: yeah and like every time um what was the little ai robot lana lana she's the little like alexa cone that speaks to them and you know rules the house but every time like she would (laughs) be like oh i'm about to tell you who's lost you some money they would all ask each other like guys just just admit it now like we're about to find out like everyone just be honest no one would say anything and cam would just be sat there in the corner with his cheeky little smile and everyone's like Fine, i know it's you like the moment you smile like that i know it's you <laughs> and it was always him but with that smile he always just managed to like get back on their good side
0: yeah they couldn't even be annoyed at him for too long. It's just the fact that he was always so ballsy when it came to kissing or doing bits in bed. And the second he would need to admit what he's done, radio silence. Quiet. So he has nothing to say. Absolutely
1: nothing. For me, it was when someone else did it and he was the first one to
0: pipe up. I said, come, you better sit your ass down. It, eh? The same guy that lost them like 20 odd k. Is now having things to set nah. Mm-mm. Multiple times, like, fam, you have one rule
1: and you're ignoring it. And it's the fact that he kept thinking, well, himself and Emily kept thinking, oh, like, we're not going to get caught. Like, no one's going to see fam, really? Really? Really?
0: Like, Why embarrass yourself? Do you know what I'm saying? There are cameras everywhere. They have a robot. It's sole purpose is to watch what you're doing in there. So how do you think you're going to get away with it? How do you think you're going to cheat the system? This is the one point of the whole show. And he was one of those lads who was
1: like, yeah, he gets with girls and then, like, doesn't form any attachments, will just, like, is such a heartbreak, will just run his way through girls. So when him and Emily, like, had this connection, even though it was so good and, like, she really, really liked him, he was so unsure. And, you know, just decided to sabotage things a lot of the time it's like fam why do you think you can have your cake and eat it too like you're here you've got a good thing going why are you trying to ruin it yeah. those boys.
0: also like him and Emily are so clearly compatible that I was like Cam you can't fuck this up like she is perfect for you so I'm glad that like by the end of it he had actually grown because they are great together
1: yeah it yeah. it took a lot there was a lot Of growth because where he started and where he ended, it's definitely a lot of growth. But boy, his self control was really not there. But yeah, even now.
0: Exactly. We also got to talk about my girl Emily because she was my fave every day. She came through with the looks, with the different bikinis, the long dark hair. She is great, and I remember her starting off by saying that like she kind of had commitment issues and would never kind of give anyone really the time of day was all just about flings and I just loved how deeply she fell for Cam and how like we just fully got to know her and she just seems like she just has a heart of gold
1: yeah yeah like as she said that because she had been hurt before she would always be the one to like sack off guys and that way she wouldn't get hurt and like with her and Cam like she fully just opened up and you can I can tell from like day one like this this girl is in love with him already. Yeah, they want, and he was just uh, screwing up and kept screwing her over. And it's like you literally have a loyal babe here. Like, yeah. stop, stop messing this up. Um, but yeah, she was so sweet and lovely. One big question mark I have though is the fake tan. Like, it, it, it was really a lot <laughs> when I went on her Instagram and looked at like pictures before. Um, too hot to handle. She's a lot paler. Because yeah. for the longest, I was like, yeah, she's a stunning girl. But I can't quite grasp, like, I'm like, is she white? Is she, I don't know. And then yeah. I look at the pictures, I'm like, hun, yeah, this, we just need to tone down the fake tan by, like, 60%.
0: Yeah, I was like, sis, you're not olive skinned. It's not by force. So you don't have to keep layering the tan. It's not for you, you know? Yeah, it was a lot. But I still love her nonetheless. Yeah. Um, who else was there chase
1: oh my goodness chase um so he's like this mixed race american football player um who kept telling everyone that you know i'm a professional football player it's like okay dude we get it he's absolutely wedged like i don't even think he needed to tell anyone like just from his physique you can tell okay this man plays a sport but um he was actually like really nice and he had this thing with carly and i thought it was going well but he just wouldn't open up to her like she I guess was like really touchy feeling like wanted a lot of affection and he just wasn't capable of doing that no matter how much she asked so I guess this riff sort of came up between them and he he ended up just like completely sacking it off whereas like she wanted to keep like trying so that was really really sad but then We had this other girl, like Tabitha, who I guess is almost like the equivalent of a bombshell. Um, This British girl who turned up later on. Chase really, really liked her and was just like, yeah, she's perfect, she's amazing. Um, Tabitha was here to, you know, just have fun, sleep around, do bits. Like she was not looking for a relationship. Chase, however, was. And there was this really awkward moment when they were like on a date Um, towards the end of the show and he's like yeah I can really see us going somewhere and being like long term long distance and she was just
0: like ah hun yeah I'm not doing that (laughs) it was the fact that she didn't even like sugarcoat it she didn't even pretend to consider it she was just like not for me (laughs) not for me but I felt like he deserved it after the way he treated Carly because like (laughs) I don't know, like him and Carly, they were really happy and really couple And I get that he didn't go in there for a relationship and that he didn't really want to compromise, but she wasn't asking for a lot. She just wanted some affection. She just wanted like a bit of reassurance and for him to be a little bit more tactile. And he acted like she was asking for the whole world. Mm-hmm. So when he ended it so quickly and then jumped into bed with Tabitha that same evening, I was like, nah, karma is out to get you because you can't do that and get away with it. So. I was so glad when Tabitha was like, listen, this isn't going anywhere. I'm basically just using you for your body. I was like, you deserve it, Chase. For real. And what's mad is, yeah, like Carly,
1: as you said, wasn't asking for much. She was just like, can you please be a bit affectionate? And it was literally a chat, and he was like, yeah, I'm ready to just sack it off. From that to one chat, and it was like, brah, really? What? So I can't just. Tell you how I feel without you and yeah. So he ended it bare quick. And then obviously when Tabitha arrived, he made that comment being like, Oh, I'm emotionally unavailable right now. So I was like, Oh, maybe there is still hope for him and Carly. Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> then he got into bed with Tabitha. And it was like, I mean, like, rub it in Carly's face, why don't you?
0: You're in the bed next to her. Like, huh? Like, oh, I just didn't get it, because they'd obviously spent so long together. Even if it doesn't work out, even if you don't want to be with the person a long time, like surely you'd still have some feelings for them or surely you still care about them. Like, surely you would know that that would hurt her. Like, how could you, I don't know. I don't get how you can move on that quickly in front of the person you're with and not even care that they're going to be hurt by it. Yeah, it's the disrespect, really, because you
1: just said, I'm emotionally unavailable right now. And it's like, oh, giving her a bit of hope. But then you hop in bed with the new girl right next to her. It's like, at least give her time to breathe and, you know, get to grips with the issue, but no, it's literally boom from one to the to the other.
0: Yeah, Chase is no, nah, he's trash. He's trash. I can't, I can't with him. But you know what? Let's put some respect on Carly's name because I love her. She's such a sweetheart. She's Canadian. She gives like girl next door vibes. Like not a lot of makeup, blonde kind of surfer energy, and she was just such a sweetheart. And I was so glad after the whole Chase situation that there was a workshop where she basically just kind of got to to vent at him and get everything off her chest. And yeah, basically just air how she was feeling. And I feel like Chase needed to hear that as well. I just, I'm glad that she grew from it. And yeah, that it didn't break her, bloody hell.
1: Yeah, Carly is just like such a natural beauty. Like she's just so stunning. That girl and like the simple winged eyeliner mm. is her go-to so sweet so lovely like she just seems like really really friendly and when Chase did her dirty I was like but why and obviously she had said like how bad her previous relationships have been and like how her boyfriend literally like cheated on her with her best friend in the same bed right next to her which is just crazy Mm -hmm. that people are out here moving this mad um so yeah you can obviously understand like why she um had certain feelings about stuff but again like she was not asking this man for much she just said can you just be a bit more affectionate but I was so happy for her like you said when they did that workshop and she essentially like got to tie like a scarf around Chase's mouth um and then just like speak and vent without him like interrupting and that just seemed like such a necessary like healing process for her that she needed um And I'm glad that she met Joey and they seem really, really happy. And I'm just happy for Carly.
0: Me too. Like she deserves nothing but just like love and kindness. She's also one of those people that when you're watching a show, you're like, we would be really good friends. Like, you know, you're like, you're just good vibes. I want you in my life. You're incredible. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad that like, even though she had the negative experience with Chase, that she found Joey because yeah, he seems to be such a sweetheart as well. And she deserves that.
1: Yeah. Um. Next person Kayla, this one's going to be really short and sweet. (laughs) She was on the show from the start, but you would not have noticed. She had no screen time. (laughs) Zero screen time, barely spoke. I did not see her even try to move to anyone. There was no grafting. There was no connection building. And sadly, because of reasons, Lana was like, you haven't built any connections to anyone. Goodbye. Leave the
0: island. Lana said hit the road jack. She said pack your bags. (laughs) oh savage I fell for her because I think at one point she just said no guy entered who she really fancied but it was just savage she probably had like a total of five minutes on screen yeah and it was
1: it was the fact well it's like there was a range of different guys so I'm not really sure like who or what her type was but yeah I'm sure you know she got along with people but from the screen time like you didn't really even see her like interacting with anyone else maybe like other than the girls and it was just so savage when lana was like you have failed to build any connections in here you must leave the island (laughs) they thought like i'm just gonna ride this out get a (laughs) slice of that 100k and you know, go back in comfortably and lana said "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh that's not what's happening
0: no kayla just wanted a free holiday She just wanted to secure the bag. She was not in it for the men. (laughs) She didn't care.
1: She really wasn't like...
0: Um, So next on the list is Nathan. So he is a Brit who moved to the States, has a very questionable um, accent, very hard to work out. Hmm. But he was a sweetheart. He was a stripper who kind of played into this cowboy role. He loved to just whip out his magic mic moves whenever he could. Um, But he was a sweetheart and he basically explained that He basically was married and his wife left him basically out of nowhere. And he had all this like residual anger and instead of dealing with emotions. He basically went and would get with all these women and basically leave them and hurt them because he just, I don't know, I guess had all this anger towards women. And it's sad that he went through that. But even though he was doing that, you could just tell he was a really good guy who just had gone through something really horrible. Um, He was a sweetheart deep down. Yeah, like, he was definitely the nice guy of the show.
1: And I was so confused at the start, because when everyone joined, they, you know, said their names, their age, where they're from. And they introduced him as, like, being from Dallas. And then I heard him speak. And I'm like, this is very much a British accent. So can someone please explain? Um, So I'm guessing he must have moved over there. Like, I don't know. I guess his wife was American. But when he was explaining at the start, like... His actions and almost like the type of person he was. He was like, Yeah, I would get with like married women. I was a home wrecker at some point. I would literally just like tap and dash. And as you said, like treat women really, really badly. I was like, Oh my goodness, you sound like a horrible man. And then eventually he said, Like, what had happened to him. And like, when he was describing it, he was like, Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Um his wife said she was going to go spend it with his mum. He didn't hear anything back. She called, I'm um, sorry, with her mum. He then like called up her mum was like, is she with you? And she was like, no, no, she's not here. And then he called, like all of her stuff was packed. Like she didn't even say anything to him. She just upped it. Like a whole wife, a whole wife and like marriage. And she just upped and left out of the blue which is obviously like such a traumatic experience so after we explain that it's like yeah okay he's holding on to like a lot of anger and has been projecting his feelings like onto the other woman he's been with
0: do you know how savage that is not even to be like babe let's get a divorce but just to pack your bags and leave brutal i'm
1: just like whether or not i don't know obviously because we don't know the situations but like where they're not signs that this ain't working out. Like, you're not even going to drop some hints, but to just up and leave right before
0: Christmas, like, that's just harsh. Yeah. Like, surely there are several stages before you get to that one. And on Thanksgiving, the poor guy couldn't even give thanks because she just left him. That's so sad. He could not give thanks. But like you said, at any
1: given moment, this man was ready to move out, like, Magic Mike Moves at any given moment. I think there was one point where he, he held like a workshop where
0: he was teaching all the <laughs> guys how to
1: like grind. <laughs> it
0: was so funny. Oh, no, I loved him. He was jokes. And he was with Larissa, I believe. Um, So she was from New Zealand, very Barbie doll looking, blonde, long hair. Um, And she was a sweetheart too. And they, yeah, they spent a while together. And then Nathan basically decided that, it wasn't working but to be fair I just I kind of felt like they were forcing it because even to begin yeah. with they weren't really into each other and then a few days passed and they were like well, we might as well get to know each other but yeah I felt like something was missing. Yeah it definitely felt like a coupling
1: like out of default because mm-hmm. I think initially when he arrived he had expressed that I think he was like interested in Melinda, interested in Carly but obviously Carly got with Chase and you know like after a couple of days or weeks it starts to be like a family or friendship type thing and no one wants to step on anyone's toes so it was kind of like default that he was just kind of like left to the side so I guess him and Larissa decided well we might as well try this and it seemed like it was going all riotish it was just nice for like them to at least have someone um who you know they could like speak to or be affectionate with but yeah you could definitely tell like there was a disconnect there and like yeah they were definitely forcing it like when he kept trying to get Larissa to open up yeah it was probably the hardest bit because Larissa said she was trying to get Nathan to open up because she felt like he was too close and he was like I'm trying to get her to open up because she's too close and it was just like okay this definitely isn't working but yeah, yeah. The way it went down with how they ended was a bit awkward
0: it was so peak it was just the fact that like He basically called it off. And obviously by that point, she had some feelings and she was really hurt by it and was crying. And then she decided to leave. I was like, this is actually really, really sad. Cause I don't think he meant to hurt her. It was just clear that something was missing.
1: Yeah. I think it was because he didn't really tell her that like, he didn't really have that conversation to be like, okay, I'm not really feeling this. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. What happened was like, um, these two new girls arrived And one of them had, like, taken an interest in Nathan. And he decided to obviously explore that option because he didn't think, like, anything between him and Larissa was going anywhere. But I think they were just, like, heavily flirting um, and on, like, the bed with each other whilst, like, right in front of Larissa, which is just, like, obviously really, really awkward. And she was just like, he's taking me for a month. But then they ended up having a chat and he was like, well, I didn't feel like you were opening up or even like me. But, yeah, it's sad that she did end up leaving Um, because she was nice, and she seemed—it seemed like everyone really liked her, and almost like they, she was like the mom of the group.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really was kind of like I really wanted her to find someone, and I really wanted him to find someone, but it was just clear that they weren't compatible. Yeah, peak the way it ended. Precisely, precisely.
1: Um, who's next? Oh my goodness, Peter! Now, Peter is just like a very baby-faced troublemaker. Who will steal your girl? Like, dude looks like he's about 15. <laughs> the body of I don't know, like a 21 year old PT. I think he's like 21. Dude comes from Jersey, so you know he's got that accent. He's kind of got like longish curly brown hair. So he is he's a cute, he's a cute looking boy. Um the men, the grown folk, had already, you know, decided who they were moving to. And Peter was like, I don't really feel like just sitting here and taking this, like, I fancy Melinda. I also fancy Carly. They may be coupled up, but why should that stop me? And I was like, sir, Mr. Baby Boy, you just need to relax. He was on crud and he didn't yes.
0: But he was so confident, like he backed himself. And I love that. And the thing is like all the other guys just didn't see him as a threat, I guess, cause he's quite small, he's quite young. And I think they just kind of ruled him out. But it was when he managed to kiss both Melinda and Carly while they were coupled up with other guys. I was like, do you know what? Peter, I rate you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think he actually said those words, he was like, these guys don't see me as a threat, and let me show him, (laughs) I'm a threat, (laughs) and he said, like, he was sat in between both Melinda and Carly, and again, there's the rule, like, there's no kissing, there's no, there's none of that is allowed to happen, and he sat in between them, he was like, you know, talking about how he likes them both, um, thinks they are both attractive, and he was like, oh, let's play a game, he's like, I dare you to kiss me. <laughs> and so he had Carly and Melinda rock paper scissoring to see who would get to kiss Peter. I think Carly won, kissed her first, and he was like, "Do you know I might as well just kiss you both." And it's just like all three of them were just making out. And I was like, "Peter, how have you managed this? Like, honestly, yeah. stolen two girls at once and convinced them to play a game where you are the winner." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got away with it, but I was low key proud of him. I was like, do you know what, Peter? I'm here for it. It was just the next day when they had like their meeting with Lana and she was like, there have been two rule breaks <laughs> and they're all just silent. I'm like, guys, they're going to find out that it's you. And it was only at that point that they were like, yeah, so we kissed last night. I was like, guys, did you not think this was going to come out? It was so brazy. Like when you see- he's literally a
1: baby boy and you were, th- it's so unassuming, like, ah. Uh nah, this guy's not going to do anything. Nothing to be afraid of. fam. he kissed two girls in secret and nobody knew. Like, they kept it a secret and it wasn't until Melinda broke. Like, Melinda was the one to break because these are like, Pete was keeping a straight face. Peter, that poker face was unreal. Lana was like, there's a rule, break. Man said, not me, boy. He was like, hmm, I, I wonder who broke the rules. He did not. <laughs> Carly, too, just kept quiet. Melinda, the pressure obviously got to her and she was like, Carly and I both is peter and everyone would just said what like yeah. wow. <laughs> Man, this is how you're moving like everyone was just so confused yeah by the fact that you know there were two rule breaks and it was like the same person but also like the fact that peter had just like swept them from under the rug and yeah. um, mr steal your girl it was fantastic <laughs> the confidence yeah.
0: i rate it it was very entertaining like what a guy <laughs> And then we have the star of the series, Melinda. Oh my God, she is a queen. I could literally just watch her for hours. Like her makeup was always on point. Her wigs were always on point. Her accessories were always on point. Like I, I can't get enough of her.
1: Yeah, she she was just the babe of the season. Like beautiful, absolutely stunning black girl. With, like makeup was just always so on point bearing in mind these are like on an island on a beach it's hot how her makeup just always looks so perfect I don't know some kind of witchcraft some kind of witchcraft but her outfits were always on point her wig she was switching them up on a regular the accessories everything like Melinda Melinda was just the one she made the season for me personally
0: Like, she looked better going to bed than I do when I'm going out. And that says a lot. How? Like, she just just looks good all the time. But she also was just like, she has the most infectious personality. Like, she's so funny and witty and, like, just confident. And it's just amazing seeing her. And her (laughs) situations with Marvin and Peter also provided some very entertaining moments. So, obviously, day one, she spots Marvin. He's a beautiful black French guy. Also, I didn't know they made him like that in France. So I'm going to need to go there, but (gasps) she sees him. She's like, that's a bit of me. They start getting to know each other. Um, But I guess she kind of quickly realizes that he kind of has a wandering eye. So initially she was all for him. And then he's kind of like, do you know what? I want to get to this person. I'm going to chat to this person. So then she kind of opens up to the idea of chatting to Peter has a little bit of an entanglement with Peter mm-hmm. and then basically decides to just focus on Marvin. But, oh, she's just a queen. I love her. She was very, very confident. She's like, I know what I want. I deserve to be,
1: you know, treated like a princess. I deserve to be able to do A, B and C and not have, like, anyone pick me as a second option. Like, I rate the confidence that she had. And, like, she's a very sensual babe. But that whole entanglement, like, she didn't like the fact that Marvin had even spoken to Christina when she arrived. She was like, "Mm -mm, none of that. If You're going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to double down. And she really doubled down. Like we'll get into it later. The whole, what she did with Peter in the bed, but she really, really doubled down. And then. No, she said (laughs) to compare that game for real. She said, Oh, okay, cool. I'm a match that I'm a match that. And it was the fact that for ages, like for most of the season, there was this like hot and cold situation between Melinda and Marvin. Like they both liked each other, but she had pissed him off and tried to make him jealous. And he had done the same to her. And it was just like, cool. Like, where do we go? And it was just a lot of like hot and cold, hot and cold. The fact that, you know, she did what she did with Peter sort of pissed him off. And like, he was put off by her, but she still really liked him. And she's like, I'm going to keep trying to win him back. But yeah, their whole situation. We'll get into that. But, it was just so great while it lasted. And um, Marvin, Ooh. Marvin, a Ooh. French stallion. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I have no words. <laughs> like, what what more is there to say? Like, as soon as he walked on the screen, I was like, huh? What? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. No entiendo que? Because What? Like he was just like so beautiful and then he would open his mouth and speak and I'd be like, This is actually just too much to handle. This is too hot to handle. Like it's, it's a it's a lot. The reason why the show
1: was called Too Hot to Handle. Um yeah, he was just so funny as well. Like he had such a lovely smile, such great energy, and the fact that his response to like everything was oh la, la. Oh lala la. <laughs> <laughs> just, just me up. Like Lana would go off and they'd be like, oh. Someone spent money like he's done it and Marv would just be like, oh la. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: he was just so French. I loved him. Oh, um, French. <laughs> again, casting, they went off. Love Island could never. Are you kidding? And like where? Where where did they find him? Where? He, he and like great. please tell me the location because I need to go there very quickly. <laughs> no, but yeah, he had such a great
1: personality and was just like Mr. Good Vibes, as was all of the cast, really, which was just so great.
0: Yeah, exactly. But can we talk about Christina? So she came in and immediately went on a date with Cam and was almost there to kind of test the waters, tempt him. And the whole way through the date, she was there, like, biting her lips, giving him the eyes. I was like, sister, there are cameras around. Like, firstly, let's calm down. She was just like, I loved her energy, but it was just it was a lot she was horny
1: as hell, like, she's a stunning, absolutely, like, stunning gal, must be a supermodel, just literally, like, perfection on a plate, and yeah, so the moment she arrived, it was like, oh, Cam, like, you're going on a date with Christina, so no one else had even, like, met her at this point, it was just Cam on this date, and she was she was really trying to do the thing. She was really trying to tempt the man. And when she came on, she didn't realise that she was on Too Hot to Handle and that they had this rule about no kissing. So Cam had to be the one to tell her. But before then, like, she was really sticking it on him. And her energy, the whole time she was there, she was just happy to, like, fuck shit up. She did not care about any rules. She cared like, about money. You were going to tell me that I can't kiss? Or not She was like, no. I don't give an X. She did not give
0: an X about anything. It was when she was getting to know Robert. um, And I think they were sat next to each other and they'd kind of just established that there might be something between them. And she was like, I don't care about breaking rules. And he was there like, well, I do. I don't want to break the rules. I promised the guys I wouldn't break the rules. And she was like, well, I don't care about breaking the rules. And he was like, we can't. We ca-. He tried. He put up such a good fight, but she just kept going. All of a sudden, she's straddling the guy. I'm like, why are you eating his face? Like, there is money to be won.
1: Yeah, clearly... He- maybe didn't come here for the money. Um, That was so crazy as well, because for ages she was saying, like, how much she liked Cam, and then that whole situation, she found out, like, Emily was in the picture, and she was put off Cam. But when she just ran me out of nowhere, I was like, yeah, do you know what? I kind of like Robert. He's not what I usually go for, but yeah, I'm feeling... That came out of the blue. And it's yeah. like, the moment she said it, they then established, okay, there's something here. And like you said, there was so much sexual tension in that moment, where they were just sat there looking at each other's eyes like we i don't even think they'd even spoken before this moment but it was just like two super attractive people looking at each other being like i kind of want to close off but there were no other words there was no other just get to know each other it was just i kind of want to close off but the rules i don't really yeah. care about the rules like rules are there to be broken yeah, exactly money
0: and you know what about everyone else what will they say i don't even got anyone And before you know it boom it was there I'm sorry, if she was in there from day one, that money pot would have been non-existent, there would have been zero pounds left mm. to win, nothing, between her and Cam, nightmare
1: Absolutely dwindled, I just felt like the situation between her and Robert literally came out of nowhere and when they found out, or when the rest of the group found out, like, she did not care, she did not care and because of that exact attitude Lana had to boot her off the show, like you're not here to learn, you're not here to grow <laughs>
0: I oh, I was sad to see her grow, but I was like, yeah, she has no intention of growing in the slightest, does she now? So, yeah. But the mad thing was, like, when you saw her and Robert together, it did just seem like it was a physical thing. But they're still together in real life. So, I'm like, they actually did form a meaningful connection.
1: I know. I was like, wow, really didn't expect it. I just thought, yeah, maybe they'd have sex and, you know, get out of their assistance and boom. But, yeah, you know, two very attractive people. Um, That brings us on to Robert. Um, another Brit. He's like a super blonde, slightly more awkward James Bond type. Like James Bond, where? I mean In what world? I like uh, that's what they said on the show because he was an Englishman with an accent and kind of had like the blonde. Hair. I don't know. I don't know. But his his thing, yeah, which I just find grotesque because he was like, Yeah, I really like to travel. He would travel around sleep with women and girls and then just like never ever speak to them again and they were thinking oh no he's here to stay he's gonna stick around for a few months he's my boyfriend Where's he just wouldn't say a thing and he would just leave and like just move into the next country and do the same thing and i'm like rah you are really breaking hearts globally and just leaving a trail i don't even want to know the places where this man has been
0: it's also just really cowardly especially in his situation because he has a decent excuse he could be like listen i'm leaving in this many weeks so it can't be anything long term done why promise him the world and then just dip out of nowhere
1: yeah and it was so like unassuming because when you look at him like yes he's physically attractive but he seemed like oh kind of awkward kind of like a, a nice guy and then he said what he did and i was like you're a terrible
0: person <laughs> yes genuine I was like I did not expect that you seem like a nice guy you're not you're horrible and he was like kind of laughing about
1: it yeah I'm like there's no need like you can just tell people this is a one night stand or you can just tell people that you have no intentions of sticking around but the line and then just dashing off to like next country next city wow wow Robert wow
0: (laughs) also his laugh really annoyed me I was like dude you're not adding anything to the show go away
1: yeah and again like screen time I I feel like he got enough but I I don't really think he brought much to the show I can't think of like anything specifically memorable and yeah it was just like him and Christina just wanting to clearly have sex with each other and it was there was nothing else to them apart from that like I don't feel like there was any growth or learning or they weren't taking the workshop seriously. Yeah. It was just those two. So when Lana booed them, I was okay with that.
0: Yeah. I was like, fair enough. It makes sense. Yeah. They're not here for the right reasons. Send them home. Let them shag in peace, you know? Correct. Yeah. Also, there were some late comers to the show who also deserve an honourable mention because they were entertaining. So firstly, Joey... He was a sweetheart he ended up with Carly we didn't see a lot of him but from what we saw he seemed like a good guy
1: yeah he seemed like really funny um seemed like a bit of a joker like doesn't take himself too seriously um which I really liked and I just felt like he was perfect for Carly and like came in at the right time and yeah the fact that they're still together is really cute but from like their cocktail date as well um you could just tell that yeah they're a bit more compatible than I guess herself and Chase and yeah he yeah. just seemed really really lovely
0: and I feel like they have the same kind of energy and they're on the same wavelength. So, it, yeah, it just made a lot more sense. That's what I like about this show, though. Like, I feel like the casting team actually thought about the people they were putting in the show right. and actually tried to throw in people that were compatible instead of just finding random people and going, I guess we'll just see what happens. They actually thought about the people going in there and the potential couples that could form.
1: Yeah, correct. Precisely that. Precisely that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: who else? There was Tabitha. She came in later on as a bombshell. Um another british babe like super long dark hair petite and she was another one a bit like christina just came to just came and she was on crud. she was on crud. she was just here to see have a good time um and she she did not care about the rules she didn't really care about like anything long term and it was when she we were like okay do you know what cam cam has grown you know, Cam has learned his lessons. He's doing well. Him and Emily are strong. And at this point, she was kind of with Chase. But she was like, "Do you know what? Let me just fuck up. Let me just fuck you up. Let me just and there was this scene where they were both in the bathroom. It just seemed like, you know, a friendly conversation. Very unassuming. She's, like, proper sticking it on him. Like, super hard flirting. And then she gets to the shower and she was like, Cam, do you want to do me? And this boy was very much considering it like he was kind of like peeping like and you could see the clogs turning in his head and she was like come on like opening the shower door being like yeah come on come join me i was like listen you are you are here
0: on crud she was actually dangerous like she had no intention of actually getting to know anyone she just wanted to smash like the mad thing about it was like you said she was with chase like she was coupled up with chase they were sharing the bed they were getting to each other doing bits Cam was very happy with Emily and still she was like, you know what, let's cause some trouble. Do you want to jump in the shower with me? I'm like, sis, what are you doing? What 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 are you doing? Like, that is so bad mind. Like, and it was just watching Cam, like pacing up and down in the bathroom, like going to have a little peek, then walking away. It's like, Cam, you can do this. Willpower, you got this. But I was just so grateful that he walked away because she tried her best.
1: You're right. There was no reason for her to do that. Zero reason zero yeah. reason you know that song that girl is she so dangerous that girl she's so- she is very very dangerous because out of nowhere like cam was now very much considering yeah
0: i might just do this And we <laughs> just like the gross cam the gross remember the gross I so, think about Emily okay you've got something so good please please I was he actually raised my blood pressure like watching him with Christina on that day I was like bro you're leaning in why are you leaning in why are you tempting fate and then with Tabitha I was like bro please just please just learn from your mistakes but yeah yeah he did good
1: and then there was another girl she arrived at the same time as Tabitha I want to say her name was Natalie but it might have been Natasha. It's not ringing a bell um but yeah the fact that i'm struggling to remember her name says a lot but yeah she arrived at the same time as tabitha and yeah when she arrived she very much had her heart set on nathan oh but that's where the whole like i wouldn't say that's where the rift between like nathan and Larissa came from because you could tell that there really wasn't much there between them but Nathan was like, well, this girl has come in and, you know, she's really attractive and she likes me and we're a bit more compatible. So let me actually get to know someone who likes me and has given me the time of day as opposed to, like, who who is almost being, like, hot and cold and not really opening up to him. But, yeah, yeah she wasn't on it for very long because I guess they sort of joined, like, right towards the end of the season. Um, yeah. But I feel like, I think th- they tried coronation but then just decided like oh it was just a friend's thing
0: but yeah i felt her as well because i felt if she was in there earlier she actually would have been like really entertaining and she could have had something with someone else it's just she came in at like a really unfortunate time
1: yeah these shows really be doing that like introducing new people but giving them zero time to actually get to know anyone build
0: any kind of connection that it's like so, boom either you get booted the next day or yeah it shows over yeah, literally. And she had no options. I think it was, I think it was just Nathan that was single at the time. And he basically decided he didn't want her. So what, what else could she even do? Yeah, it's
1: like everyone else was coupled up, like boyfriend, girlfriend up. So yeah, options were very, very limited at that point.
0: Yeah, but I'm glad she got her five minutes of screen time. She deserved it.
1: Yeah, she did. She did.
0: Okay, we've got to talk about some of the most dramatic moments on this show because this show is chaotic. So firstly, can we talk about Cam and Emily and just how they couldn't keep their hands off of each other? Firstly, there was some crab grab where Emily (laughs) was doing some things under the cover and they thought they'd get away with it because she wasn't doing the most. But again, Lana can see everything. So they didn't get away with that. Then there was a situation where I think they had a night in like the hideaway or a private room or something like that. And they came back the next day and they were like, guys, we did it. We did it. We didn't waste any money. Are you proud of us? All of a sudden, Lana comes and speaks and is like, yeah, no, you've lost this amount of money. You fucked up. There was heavy petting. There was this. And she just lists all the things they've done. And then they show us the footage of what they were doing. Emily was grinding on the man. She was riding him like a mechanical bull and she thought that they hadn't lost any money. It's just them two. Yeah.
1: And to provide context, like, from day one from the moment that rule was put in place these two were breaking the rules left right and center like oh let's just uh cheeky kiss no one will know ding of course lana has seen it um getting really handsy undercover no one will know ding lana has seen it doing up all kinds of hands on places where they're not supposed to be ding like They lit When I tell you, they were just losing money consistently, like consistently screwing up. It was ridiculous. They lost so much money. And Lana was like, do you know what? I'm going to give you a lifeline. You guys get a night in the hideaway. If you can get through the night without doing anything, I'll give you 20k back that you've just lost. I'll bring it all back. That way, you know, we're back at 100. Calm, simple. Everyone gets their money. You man had one job. You had one job. And not only is the fact that they failed, they failed catastrophically, came back the next morning and was like, guys, we didn't do anything. We stayed
0: strong. And it's like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? like, It's the fact that they thought they found a loophole. They thought because they weren't, technically doing bits or sleeping together that it was fine but they were like grinding on each other I was like guys no heavy paying like just lie next to each other and talk get to know each other you know not every day feeling each other up and they just couldn't do it for one night not even for 20k
1: she was feeling herself up in front of him and it's like you man like Do you not understand the rules? And they came in so confidently like, guys, we didn't do anything. And everyone was in the room so happy, like, yeah, I can't believe you did it. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know why you trusted these men to get all excited and not do like, come on, really? (laughs) Really? I was like, in what world is that not heavy petting? Like you Mm -hmm. are on the man.
0: Yeah. Oh, but very entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. They were like the the Francesca and Harry of series one. Oh my goodness. Yes.
1: There's always what I'm like, is it really that hard? But yeah, they definitely were the Francesca and Harry of the season. Um, but you could just tell that they were clearly like so compatible, absolutely adored each other. It took Cameron a very, very long time to understand his feelings and just behave himself because I like, Emily was committed to him from like the jump. But then yeah. as, you know, other ladies were coming in cam's head was most definitely getting turned a lot and he hurt emily like when he went on that date with christine i'm um, sorry christina she was like so like what's your situation are you coupled up with anyone and he was like i'm kind of um uh, kind of like and but no nah, it's it's nothing serious and he was like yeah it's nothing serious um And then obviously word got back around to Emily and she was really, really pissed. So decided to like long him off for a little bit until he could learn his lesson. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot of growth. He did push her away at times and I don't know, was trying to sabotage their relationship for whatever reason. But they ended up becoming boyfriend and girlfriend it was like, oh, I'm happy for
0: them. Yeah, and I'm actually really glad because I feel like if they'd met on the outside, they never would have made it that far. Like they would have piled each other off so early on. But I guess because they were in the same space they were actually forced to try and figure something out. And I was so glad that they ended up together and that they're still together today. Cause they, they are just so compatible. Like you can, you can feel their chemistry even through the screen.
1: Yeah, precisely. Precisely. And then another dramatic moment. So from the start, like Marvin and Melinda clearly liked each other and it seemed like, cool, this is, this is going well. And then Christina arrived and Marvin was like, Hmm, like maybe I'll just chat to her. Um, also, because I guess Melinda was also entertaining like Peter, so they were like, you know, like maybe I'll chat to her. Melinda didn't like that, she was like, cool, let's double down. And so she did the whole thing with Peter, where like she made out with him, that obviously really pissed off Marvin because he got super territorial. And then Melinda took it a step further, and because Marvin was still pissed at her, she was like, Peter, you can sleep in my bed today, even though she was sharing that same bed with Marvin previously. She was like, "Peter, you can share, you can stay in my bed today." Gets completely naked with Peter lying next to her and is like touching herself and doing all kind of bits, whilst Marvin is lying right next to her. And I was like, no, my goodness, Melinda, this is not how you win your man back. This is no. the opposite
0: of winning your man back. It was just like, obviously when she went into the bedroom and she was like, Peter, you can share my bed. It was when Marvin walked in and saw them together and you could just see the shock in his eyes because he just didn't see that coming. And then when we say the beds were next to each other, there, there was no social distancing between the two beds. They were very close. And then Marvin looks over, sees Belinda take off her top, then take off her bra. Then she pulls down the covers to expose her bum, grabs Peter's hand, puts it on her bum. Meanwhile, Marvin is watching all of this. I'm just like, Linda. what, what was the thought process behind this? This isn't how you get your man back. It's is sabotage.
1: Really not how you get your man back in the side and peter he was just like yo do you know what? i'm here for the ride i can't complain because obviously he genuinely really really liked melinda so although he's being used as a pawn um she was just like as long as someone's giving if marvin doesn't want to give me attention then i'm gonna get it from peter kind of situation and it was it was just terrible but also i was like sis i think you're breaking rules here
0: yeah I was like I don't feel like Lana's gonna like that I mean she did say that he was just rubbing a mosquito bite but I was like that's a fine line you're crossing it's
1: a very very big mosquito bite (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah like it was a very very fine line but Lana was like it didn't cross it didn't cross the line but yeah it was very very close and then the whole time after that she was then trying to win Marvin back And understandably, like, he was pissed and didn't want to have anything to do with her. He was like, okay, cool, if that's how you're going to act, there's nothing. So there was a lot like, back and forth between them and her trying to show him that, like, she did actually really like him. It's just like, guys, let's let's not be petty and play these games. But, you know, eventually they got there. um, They ended up becoming
0: boyfriend and girlfriend, actually, like, speaking their issues out. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, what, let's let's rewind for a second, because you know what was mad? Like, yeah. Marvin was giving her the cold shoulder, but he was taking it so far. Like, he literally was icing her out, I had nothing to say to her. They hadn't spoken in days. And then this random night, we see Melinda just run across the bedroom into his bed, and they have sex. And I'm like, guys, you haven't even spoken in a week, and now you're sleeping together. And then the next day, when Lana's like, oh, there's been a rule break, they're silent again. I'm like, guys what was the thought process? And they were like, to be honest, we just needed to reconnect. We needed to do that, just so that we could get back on the same page. Everyone was there like, you guys don't even have a meaningful connection. You guys have fucked it just for a shag. But like, to be fair to them, it did help them get closer again. So I guess maybe they had a reason to do it, but it was just mad that they went from literally not talking to each other staying as far away from each other as possible to literally sleeping together to then basically being in a relationship i was like this has escalated very quickly
1: it was the way it happened like as you said he was icing her out you see her run across the room into his bed and then it just cuts to the next morning and you're just like okay like maybe they've kissed or they've made up what they have but y- you don't really see anything else then it cuts to the next morning but then boom rule break and out of nowhere they're just like yeah, it was us. Um, And they're like, you know, tell us what you did. Did you man kiss? And a bit of joking. And they're like, no, we had z- th- And it was like thir- like 30k. They lost 30. 30- and even I was surprised. I was like, uh, my chest, you lot weren't even speaking. And you just yeah. went straight from one extreme to the next.
0: <laughs> like, you know, it's bad when Cam isn't even on your side. Like, my guy is usually just like, here for the rule breaks. But you know, it's bad when he's like, you fucked up.
1: No, I think Cam and Emily were more pissed that it wasn't them that yeah. had sex first, because they had done everything else, but they're like, oh, how come you've you answered it, but we can't? It was, they were more pissed because of that, as opposed to, like, the money, but after that, it was just like, everyone was kind of like, "Um, there's what, like, 50, less than 50k left, plus there's 10 of us here, is there even any point?
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah but I just felt like Cam and Emily probably racked up 30k in losses anyway so can they even really speak
1: yeah but Marvin and Melinda from that point onward seemed to you know really connect and have like really honest and open conversations with each other which just seemed really nice and then he asked her to be his girlfriend and yeah they went on this cute boat date and were talking about how she's going to come to Paris to visit him and all of this kind of stuff and it all seemed really sweet um and he won the 55k and just like ah, oh, this is a perfect ending yeah but sadly that did not happen
0: yeah it was just Pete because I, I really wanted him to win the money as well I was like he's grown so much he's opened up they're in a relationship he's committed and they actually seemed really well suited as well I'm really happy and then I was on social media, I was scrolling through and I'm on um I was on Melinda's Instagram page and I see a picture of her with Peter and I'm like, what? And then the caption is, I can't remember what it was, but it basically just revealed that she was in a relationship with Peter. And I'm like, how did we get from here to here? Like at what point? I don't even I don't even understand. Like for her to be in a relationship with Marvin and now to be with Peter, that is just wild to me.
1: Yeah, no, the caption, it was like a really essential picture of like he was like half naked or whatever, and the, the two of them like posing, like really, really close to each other, and it was like want to play rock paper scissors,
0: and I was like Peter,
1: you're <laughs> bad for that.
0: I was like, <laughs> bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what kills me? Yeah. So on, I think it's Peter's TikToks. He does like some coupley videos with him and Melinda, and then Marvin would basically duet the videos and just respond to them, being like, this is questionable, and I'm like, this is too much. Like it's just, oh, it's just too much
1: why has it become this weird triangle but um yeah so initially like throughout the show these thought like okay the 100k the pot is gonna get split like equally between everyone and then lana dropped the bombshell and she was like yeah not everyone's getting it it was like rah so i did all of this for nothing and then uh, lana basically decided that you know the, the three people who she thinks has like done the most growth she'll choose them and then it's down to everyone else to decide like who wins the entire money yeah so i think Lana managed to whittle it down to, like, Cameron, Marvin, and Carly as, like, the three people who had, like, grown the most and, like, learnt the biggest lessons throughout. And then it was down to everyone else to decide and, like, yeah. vote who to win. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they all just decide-
0: Overall, like, it was Marvin, which yeah. I was happy about. Me too. And it was a hard one because I think they all had grown like Cam had obviously grown a lot. He was like he went from just being the ultimate fuck boy who had no self-control to actually being committed. Carly had obviously like grown a lot. She'd obviously gone through the horrible situation with Chase and had gotten everything off her chest and had grown a lot as well. And then obviously Marvin had as well. So I was kind of like they all kind of deserved to win. Like in my mind I would have loved if they could have split it, but I was rooting for Marvin. So
1: yeah. yeah. And like we said, another really great thing about the show was that um they did have these workshops which like encourage the contestants to unpack their feelings and you know rid themselves of negativity because everyone did come in with like oh I'm just here to shag and like I'm a heartbreaker mentality and it was all about like unpacking why they were like this um and like unpacking like how they've been hurt before and like why they do it to other people it was all about like self-love and improving yourself and they had like ones for the girls ones for the guys and ones all together which which was just a really nice element to have like in a show to actually like make it meaningful as opposed to like they're just here to like screw about and so that was really really nice and I think the three people that Lana chose like had obviously shown that growth which was great.
0: You're right. And I think it's so rare that you see something like meaningful like that on reality TV. And yeah, the workshops were just so, so, so wholesome. And like you said, I think it's normal to see like fuck boy behavior on TV, but to have them sit down and go deep within themselves and actually think of the reasons as to why they're acting like that and then admit it openly. It was just like amazing to see. And it was amazing to also see them admit that to themselves, release it and then also like grow immediately. That was just yeah, I think I think that like that made the show for me. It wasn't just people like not shagging and spending money. It was like they were actually becoming better people.
1: Right. Agreed, agreed.
0: Yeah. So Love Island needs to take some notes.
1: <laughs> Honestly, because this came out and just like blew it out of the water. And it was really sad because I binge watched it all at once. Like they split it into two sections. It was like five episodes and then a week later another five. I binge watched it because Love Island at the time was dry, dry and Too Hot to Handle was just perfect. It had the right level of drama, the range, contestants from all, all over the world, different types. The vibe was just fantastic.
0: Yeah. Like, truth be told, it's the perfect reality
1: TV show. It is. And I believe that there's a Too Hot to Handle Brazil
0: on, so yeah. <laughs> I'm watching that. Yeah sign me up okay this is amazing my life is made <laughs> and if you want to share your thoughts on the episode use the hashtag black on twitter or message us on our insta page you know what to do
1: like follow give us a rating if you're listening on apple Podcasts. share this podcast with your
0: mum to grant and your friends in the group chat we'll be back next thursday i've been ivy
1: i've been some miracle thanks for listening.